hello, 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 ho, hello. Ho, ha, hello. Ho, ha, hello. That's an interesting one. Aloha, bonjour. Uh, you don't know any more hellos, do no. you? What? Arrivederci. Is that goodbye? That, that sounds like goodbye. No. But ciao, that goodbye as well. I think it could be both, which is weird. So I think can... it can be hello and goodbye in Italian. That's an interesting concept. I'm sure that is a thing. Are you messaging Davide now to find out? Excuse me, Davide. Can you tell me? Um, Uses a greeting at meeting or parting, yeah? Oh, interesting. So you could literally be walking up. It's like me walking up to you going, see ya. Is that how, what it's like? Yeah. Or did he, although, I know with a lot of languages, it's the tone that you say it in. So is there like a different tone that you would use? I don't know. It says ciao is described as the Italian version of aloha. And I just said aloha. aloha. Meaning both hello and goodbye. That's an interesting concept. Mm. Don't know how that would work. We should start saying bye at the beginning of our podcast and hello at the end. Bye, everybody. Now I just feel like I'm taking the mick out of another language. And I can't no. even speak it. No. Ask Davide for some tips. I'll, I'll see what he says. As you can see, we have started watching Love Island. If you've no idea what we're on about, it is Love Island that we are on about. He's a beautiful man, isn't he, Davide? Uh, yeah, he's better when he puts glasses on. Oh. I'm not going to lie, I'm just a big Luca fan. He's fantastic, isn't I he? I love him. He's, he's great. I said to Phil as well, before it started, I was like, I'm going to like him. Mm. And we watched his VT and you were like, oh, he's boring. I was like, no, I'm going to like him because he's not got shredded body like the rest of them, which means that he's the funny one. Because mm. <laughs> if you notice, they always put someone in who's not absolutely ripped mm-hmm. and they're always hilarious. And he is, he's funny. He is, he's hilarious. I'm just it. wondering now how many uh, listeners we've lost. <laughs> don't care about Love Island one little bit. So on that note, let's dive straight in, Jen. Part three of eight. Part three. I hope you enjoyed one and two. And if you haven't listened to them yet, then you can't have enjoyed them. So go back and listen. You to don't them. have to listen to them in order, so you can listen to this. You can carry on listening to this and go back yes. if you want. And yes, if you've listened to the last two, we are going to say this every single week. You can listen to them in any order. We're going to keep saying it. Yeah, I think we said it last week as well. We did. I'm Sorry, probably in the first week. You playing with his bone in the background. Do you know what? I feel like he just. I thought he was just going to pit a patter, and now he's not. He's actually throwing this. He was falling bone asleep about. a minute ago. Honestly, I've never seen a dog go from one extreme to the other. It's it can ridiculous. literally be eyes closed, snoring, like well asleep. You say one word or one noise happens, and he's like, "All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. What's going it's on? Ridiculous. What's happening? Mental." Anyway, part three of eight. Um, and I think this brings us to one that sounds pretty blooming obvious, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But it can be really, really difficult to do. And you'll have seen in the title, it's asking for help when you're struggling. I actually think that this is probably, out of all of the ones that we're going to run through, the one that people find most challenging. Oh, absolutely. 100%. I've got a nice little story for you later on. But I think because we know that and we know just how difficult it can be to ask for help... We set everything up we do for online clients in a way to make it the easiest thing possible. And we do that by just making sure there's absolutely a ton of different ways to ask for help, don't we? So yeah. obviously, you know, like there's the obvious ones like the weekly update and stuff like that, the weekly check-ins. Like there's, you know, there's of course places you can ask for help. But then we have things like the weekly mastermind. So we run one of those every single week. So there's an opportunity for a little Q&A at the end. But then if you don't want to ask, you know, things kind of like live and speaking, then there's a... Uh, there's different posts that we put into the Facebook group each day that are very specific to certain different things. So you've got a, if you've got a certain specific struggle, um, we can almost open that up to you because we know sometimes that actually just going, hey, I'm struggling with this is difficult. But if we've got a post that's related around that thing, you can go, oh, I'm struggling with this right now. Uh, but obviously the Facebook group is absolutely spectacular. It's just so welcoming and opening. And I think because 
it's driven from a place of everyone's together on this journey rather than a com- like a competitive place. Mm-hmm. Everyone feels really comfortable struggle uh, sharing the struggles, which I think is really, really nice and really, really positive. Um, of course, you obviously get daily access to us via WhatsApp, um, which means that you have the ability to reach out to us at two o'clock in the morning on Tuesday if you want to, at any time, any place. You can drop us a message with any struggle that you've got. But, and I think this is the big thing as well, me and Jen actually block out time on a day-to-day basis to actually reach out to clients just because we know that actually asking for help can be 10 times easier when someone says, hey, how you getting on? You're I've right. actually got a code word with some clients. Yeah, they so just I know, message, yeah, yeah, I know that some clients really struggle asking for help and sometimes it's really difficult to put in those, put in words what it is that you're struggling with or what it is that you need help with. So like we just come up with a code word and I know if they message me with that code word, it means they just need a little bit of help and that's all they need to say. In saying that, maybe you've been sat here listening to us for weeks on end and you're like, I want a little bit of help. like, And you've been struggling to find the right words to ask for that help. It doesn't mean like you have to join the Lift, Learn and Burn no. team. Like we love helping people. Like we want to help you with your struggles. So if you kind of had a question that you want answering for a really long time, then just drop us a message with the word help and we'll chat it through with you. Because most things can actually be solved quicker and easier if we deal with it immediately instead of waiting days weeks months like we actively encourage people to reach out to us we don't want people waiting around because if we can just tackle something there and then in the moment we we can just move forward rather than allowing that struggle to snowball into something bigger so for example one bad moment can become a bad day can become a bad week which can become a bad month if we let it whereas if we take that bad moment or that bad day ask for that help and create a solution to help us move forward or tackle it or learn from it and move on, whatever way we deal with it, we're, we're not allowing that snowball to happen, which mm. is what we see time and time again. And a lot of it sometimes comes down to mindset with, with clients and the way that we react in certain situations. And there's a lot of um, growth that we can get from unpicking those situations so that maybe they don't become struggles again in the future. 100%. I think that's such a good point in regards to the fact that actually you can't change that moment that's just happened, but you can change how you respond to it. Mm. And often just reaching out and getting the help that you need can help the next time you make a different decision. But that said, we get that it can feel really weird. And sometimes it actually can feel a little bit wrong to begin with that you're asking someone else to help you. Particularly if you're used to being the person who helps everyone else. Yeah, 100%. If you're the person that people lean on, you almost feel like you've got a sort of like a requirement to be the helper and therefore you shouldn't help it's like no no no, i'm the person that helps other people yeah i I, I can deal with these things like i i help everyone else therefore i can help myself or you you push your problems down so that you can focus on everyone else around you and and your problems end up building up underneath the surface don't they 100 percent. and then as you can probably imagine inevitably and you might have even felt this yourself you then have the inability to actually help other people because you've got so much stuff that you need help with because all those different things compounded you know one day you had one thing that you need a little bit of help with all of a sudden a few months down the line you've got 100 mm-hmm. and you can't now give your best to those around you because you're simply trying to focus on all the things that you now need to do for yourself which would have been so much more manageable if we'd have got help in the first place but we know it's not that simple we get that it's not that simple and um 
I was really rubbish at this at first. And it's interesting, we, we talk about this idea of being the helper, because obviously me and Jenna coaches. So naturally we help people, that's what we do. It's basically our job to help people. So for us to actually get help was probably, you know, a bit of a strange one. We went and got our own, our own coach, like somebody to help us. Because ultimately, we want to be in our best place possible to help absolutely everybody that we help. We want to make sure that we're providing the best service, the best coaching, um, the best response, the quickest and easiest and best way to help people. And the only way we can do that is if we're at our absolute best. But yeah, I got a coach. I didn't even ask him for help. Phil would, every week, if he had a problem, he'd come and ask me. I'm like, you've got a coach? Why are you asking mm-hmm. me? <laughs> and even if that, I'd, I'd just be like, I could, yeah, but I can just work through it. It's fine. I'll, I'll sort this. It's all right. Jen, what are we doing? What's next? Like, let's sort it. Like, I think I'd always had the mindset of being that helper. So it was like, right, I'll be fine. I'll get through it. Whatever it is, it's fine. I'll be able to get through it. I'll be able to sort it. Like, so I'll just, I'll just get through it. It doesn't really matter. Whatever it is that the problem is, let's solve it. It's really interesting where that came from for you. I hope you don't mind me saying that. I you... do, yeah. It's really, it's, it's, I, I, I mind a lot. <laughs> I've, no, I've no idea what you're saying. Go on, I was just going to say that, like, when you were growing up, like, you you, you were living with your mum mm-hmm. and your mum was working kind of a lot and you kind of just had to figure stuff out on your own Mm. and you kind of just became really self-reliant on that and I think that's really interesting how like if you start relying on yourself quite a lot to solve those problems maybe you've not got and this is no discredit to your mum because your mum is absolutely sensational and she absolutely is and I know she would be there and help you in a shot if she needed to be Mm. but like you just and is yeah exactly (laughs) Um, but like if you've grown up in a situation where maybe there haven't been those people just physically there all the time that you become really self-reliant or you've not got those people around you that you can ask for help for you then kind of end up relying on yourself to just kind of figure stuff out and that becomes your norm like Mm. your norm is oh I can just figure it out yeah so it wasn't normal to ask for help was it I guess but then when I started to do it I actually realized just how much of an impact it has Mm. like just how much quicker you solve problems like even the other night like I had a in fact it was the other uh, Wednesday afternoon it was I remember I had like a bit of a question in regards it was such a small thing it was about something to do with cardio and whether I should do my next one inside or outside and whether it made a difference like such a tiny question makes no difference whatsoever and actually the answer doesn't even make much of a difference to my life either but actually just having someone there I could lean on I just dropped Joe a quick message just sent me a quick voice note back just explaining and I was like okay I can carry on now and that one little thing was never going to be the big, huge thing that stressed me out. It was never going to be the big thing that had a huge impact on my life. But imagine I've got that thing that I'm questioning, thinking about. It's a bit of a challenge. And then something else happens on top of that. Now I've got two things that I'm thinking about, two things that are challenging. And neither of them might be big things, but then there's a third and a fourth and a fifth. And they keep adding up and adding up and adding up. But if every single time that one little thing pops into my head, I go, Joe, help me. I'm struggling here. Mm -hmm. And then he responds, I'm fine. And I can move on. And I could send him four messages a day with four different struggles. And it doesn't really matter. It's the same with me and Jen. Like, we don't really care how many times you message us. No. You can message us a hundred times a day. You can message me at three o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to reply at three o'clock in the morning. I'm asleep. But I will reply to you as soon as I wake up. Or when I wake up. And it's just now about appreciating that actually it can be a really powerful thing. No matter how difficult it is. No matter how weird it is. Everything is when you begin with. And actually, I guess this is a little bit linked to last, last week's week, episode, yeah. that idea of getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. Once you start to ask for help, as I struggled with as well, you start to get better at it and you stop really caring. And I think, you know, for some of us, it might come from a place of not wanting to look silly, like, oh, I should know this. But if you've got a coach, there's nothing you should know. Mm. Just ask, find the answer, and you'll feel so much better and so much comfortable doing it. Yeah, and I think, 
I've found that the people who struggle to ask for help, it's just really starting small with this one. Um, so we've talked a lot about like asking us for help if you want to ask us for help, which is great, amazing. We love a question. Like if you've ever been to anything with us live, like you know we, we absolutely love, love to questions. <laughs> we will sit all day and answer questions. Mm-hmm. But it might be that right now you need to maybe start smaller and or you need to start with people who are a little bit more familiar. Maybe you need to just reach out and ask a friend for some help. And I think <laughs> when it comes to like anyone that you ask for help, they don't even necessarily need to actually give you an answer. Sometimes you just need to be listened to. And we actually had a, a bit of a thing sometimes, don't we? We're like... Um, sometimes I'll say to you, like, I, I don't really need help. I just mm-hmm. want to get this out. Or, like, I want a solution. What's that video called? It's not about the nail. It's not about the nail. Great video on YouTube. Google, uh, Google that. Or um, YouTube it, because that's YouTube where it is. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's... Go and ask Jeeves it. <laughs> yeah, and I honestly think, I don't mean to be awful to males, because... The, a lot of them are really great. I think you're about to be awful to males, aren't you? No, but okay. you say this to me, and you've really opened my eyes up to this, like in that, like males and females work really differently, and that like males need you to be quite like clear about what it is what you want from them, and I think that's been a game changer in us in our relationship. And I think sometimes when you go into a situation with if it's a male partner that you're asking for help, being really clear about what you want from them, is it you want a solution, you want the help, or is it that you just want them to listen because you just want a bit of a rant? Because I think sometimes when that is, there's a miscommunication that can add fuel to the fire almost, can't it? Yeah, I would add to that though, that like no matter whether your partner is male or female, if your partner is somebody who, or anybody who's just generally somebody who quite likes helping and providing solutions, which naturally I do because I'm a coach, my go-to was always, how can we solve this? Mm. So if Jen came to me with a struggle, they'd be like, right, how can we solve it? And actually, understanding that sometimes you don't need a solution has actually made me a better coach as well because I now know that sometimes even clients don't want a solution. Mm. Like they just want the vent or they just need to tell me about something or they need to get something off the chest or they just need, and I know it's cliche, it's that problem shared, it's problem hard, but it's so true. You've got it going around in your head so much that you say it and you go, I feel 10 times better now. And when mm. someone comes back at you with, hey, here's what we can do, they're like, oh no, I'm fine, I'm good. I don't need a solution. I just wanted to tell you. Um, we actually have a section in our weekly update, don't yeah. we? I forgot to put this in the podcast notes. We've got a section in our weekly update, or our weekly check-in, as you've probably heard them called as well, that literally just says word vomit at the vomit. At the vomit? At the vomit. <laughs> word vomit at the vomit. Word vomit at the bottom, which basically just says, if you've got anything else that you want to add, anything you want to write in here, you don't necessarily want feedback to, but you just want to add it in. Just oh. to Oh, here we go, alarm's going off. Just something you want to pop in. Just write it here because we know that that can be even easier than trying to tell someone on a call or actually verbally say it. Just writing out. Sometimes we get paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs and we don't even need to respond to it. Just leave it there. Yeah. It's done. You've got it out. You've got it off your chest. That's a good one. Um, so other people, partners, family members, just particularly if you're feeling that overwhelm at home, again, being really explicit about I'm feeling I'm struggling with all this. Can you do X, Y, and Z? Like it will really help me out. Um, and just asking for help with stuff going on at home. Like I've got one client who um started tracking a period. She's um thinking that maybe she's going into like perimenopause. Like her periods are getting a little bit longer. Like she's struggling with a lot of like perimenopausal symptoms. Um, so we've been like really, really, really paying attention to her period. And obviously with me having PMDD, um, which I get like really really intense pms basically um i'm hyper aware of this kind of thing um so she 
has basically been digging deep on that and actually she recognised that coming into a period she really struggles to kind of do her day-to-day jobs around the house she gets overwhelmed by things a little bit more she notices all the things that aren't done that little bit more and actually she's now created a bit of a system at that time of the month where she leans on her family members a little bit more and that's not because she's weak or she can't do it it's just because actually it's a difficult and challenging time for her and if she asks for help from like her parents her partner the kids that that would make that little that time for her a little bit easier and then she probably would be able to manage some more of that stuff. Um, so it can be really, really powerful to, well, a big one of our values is knowing your mind and body and knowing and recognising that actually it's okay to ask for help from these people because actually that might make your life feel that little bit easier. 100%. So hopefully we've been able to give you a bit of an insight into, yes, it's difficult, yes, it's tough, but it does become easier and it can become incredibly powerful mm-hmm. once you start to do it. And there are tons of different ways you can do it. And as Jen just mentioned then, there are different ways, different people. And it's just important to have those options available. Yeah. But I've got a great on the spot question for have you. Have you? I'm excited. Yeah. Did you make it up again? I did. Excellent. So, Jen K, yes. would you rather... <gasps> I'm not going to be Jen K in six months' time. What but... are you going to say then? Jen Williams, you know. Oh. oh, I'll just call you Willie. <laughs> or just Jen. Just Jen. I might call you just Jen. Just Jen. Like just Jack. Yeah. Just Jen. I'll become just Jen. Mm. Was that my on the spot question for me? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to call me when I'm not Jen K? Well, you do call me Jen K quite a lot. Or JK. Mm. I'm going to call you JW. JW. Mm. Sorry, go on. Thank you for apologising. I just got excited that it was six months. Just six six months in a week. Well, right? yeah, six months in a week. Anyway, uh, Jen's not just changing name. We get married. If you didn't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, would you rather? Yes. Never ever ever be able to sit outside in the sun ever again. Right. Or you are allowed to sit outside in the sun. Yeah. But you also, for every minute that you sit outside in the sun, yeah. you also have to sit outside when it's raining, snowing, sleet. Oh. everything else that's going on as well. So you're never allowed to sit outside in the sun ever again. Or you are allowed to, but you also have to sit outside in the sun, uh, sit outside when it's not sunny. So if you do, let's say for example in summer, you sit outside for 50 hours, you've got to sit outside in the winter for 50 hours as well. Well, that's an awful question. That's the idea. Which one? Oh, I oh. can't pick. Can I go for that? All right, see you next week then, Jen can't <laughs> pick. Brilliant. Uh, I don't want either of those options. All right, that's... Probably our would you rather question. A question work. for your question. I hate it when you do this. Um, I feel like I need to know the rules though. Like when I'm sat rules. outside in rules the rules like it's happening. The like, rain like we're gonna go and, do this. and the snow and stuff. Mm. Can I wear like appropriate clothing? Yes. So I can sit outside in the snow in like a not Eskimo a car. suit. Not a car, but you can <laughs> sit outside. Have you got an Eskimo suit? I'll buy one if I have to do this. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I'd take that option then because I think it can make it quite fun. Do you think? Yeah. Every year for the rest of your life, you've got to spend probably like hundreds of hours in the winter. Yeah, I think I'd just go on big walks and I think I'd wear like Eskimo suits. Maybe I'd build an igloo. No, you can't build an igloo because you'd make it. You'd like, oh, I just built it out of brick. Yeah, it's house gen. (laughs) No, I'd build an igloo. No, you wouldn't. I would, I'd build an igloo. And then also I'd have... How much snow do you think we get in England that you're going to be able to build an igloo? It's probably more like rain, isn't it? Mm. So what I would do then is um, I'd just have a really big umbrella. You can't. Why? That's outside. 
No, you don't have an umbrella. The rules, I make the rules. Fine. Eskimo suit that's waterproof, so it's warm yeah. and waterproof. Okay. And I just sit. Correct, because that's the rule. And what I do is I get a waterproof cover for my Kindle. Yeah. And I'd be dead toasty and warm. I'd have a flask, a little flask of hot juice to keep me warm. But I won't need to because I'd be in my Eskimo suit, I'd be boiling. You would, yeah. And I wouldn't be wet because it would be keeping me nice and dry and it'd go all the way around my feet as well. Would it? Basically a onesie. Basically a waterproof inside. onesie. You'd basically be inside. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go for that. I think that's what I'd do. Right, change the rule. No! No! No, don't change rules. I'm I asked you the rules and you're now changing them. I mis, mis, mis-explained. Mis-explained. What you yeah. actually have to do is sit outside in what you wore in summer. No. <laughs> what would you do in that situation? Then? I wouldn't sit outside. Brilliant. I hate being wet. You do, I, don't I, you? I, yeah, I hate, I hate, no, it's not the wetness. Start spitting, Bill's spin. Start Peter Kay. Everybody no, in. It's not spin. the wetness, it's the cold. I hate being cold. Fine rain, talk you through. Fine rain, talk you through. Um, Am I speaking through a window? <laughs> no, I'm going in there. No. no Is that moist? <laughs> if you haven't listened to Peter Kay, you're going to have no idea. I don't think that anybody listening to this podcast has not listened to Peter Kay, unless maybe they're in a different country. I'll tell you what. If they're already good at asking for help and they don't like Love Island and Peter Kay, this was a waste of an hour for them. I tell you what, how much have we just changed someone's life if they've not listened to Peter Kay, though? Oh, yeah, you got this is absolutely If you've not listened to Peter Kay... Scrap asking for help, that's going to change your life a bit, but listening to Peter Kay is going to change your life a lot. <laughs> Turn this off now and go listen to some Peter Kay stuff. Mm. I mean, we've just told you the best bits. Yeah. How's that moist? His old stuff was the best stuff, wasn't oh, it? I hope he's coming back. You got oh, his tickets, didn't you? I did. When he did that tour... I literally grafted, got me, Phil, my mum and my dad, tickets for Peter Kay, and then he cancelled that tour. Hope he's okay, not bad man for him, because I really Do you remember like that him. Christmas where you bought, oh. you got me tickets for Peter Kay, you got I me... I bought you earphones that you bought yourself, was it that one? Yeah, well, I was just going to go through Sorry, that. Sorry, go on. So you got, then you really bought it, didn't She got me three presents, right, well, she got me one, three, but the top three presents were tickets for Peter Kay, some headphones, and uh, some vouchers for a massage... Um, oh, by the way, like, the the headphones were the replacement for the Peter Kay one. Yeah, so, but these were the three things she got me. Yeah. Anyway, um, the headphones, mine broke that week, so I just went and got some. So I was like, I'll just go to the shop and buy it. So I bought some and I was telling Jen. We were actually going to London that weekend. We were sat the exact in, same ones. We were well. sat in Revs and we were having a drink and I was like, oh yeah, I went, oh, my headphones broke today, so I'd go and get some new ones. She was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I bought some new ones. She was like, okay. And I was like, what is going on? This is a really weird situation. I just bought myself some headphones. Why is she so, like, annoyed? And then I realised she bought me some headphones for Christmas, which she now couldn't give me. So that was the second present we Yeah, the first one was PK tickets. Obviously, he cancelled his tour, yeah. so we couldn't go there. The third one was she got me some vouchers for a massage. Anyway, I'm scrolling Sports through. massage. Yeah, I'm scrolling through social media one day, and the company that she'd bought them from were like, oh, you can buy vouchers for Christmas. I was like, oh, that's cool. And when I looked, the vouchers, one said Phil on it and one said Jen. I'm like, well, I'm assuming that's for us to So I turned to Jen, I was like, I don't know why I did it. When I look back, I should have just said nothing. You should. But it was earlier on in the relationship. It was, we was in like the first year or so. So mm. now I would know, don't say a word, just smile when you open it. <laughs> oh my God, I wasn't expecting these vouchers. This is the best present ever. I can't believe that you got me this. And that was a weird experience as well, wasn't it? I wish I hadn't bought you that present. That's not very nice. They might be listening. Change your system if you are. Oh, all right. It was basically a little wooden cabin in the back of someone's garden, which I didn't know when I bought those tickets. And it was a sports massage, wasn't it? So Mm. it wasn't like a relaxing massage. It was like a proper Mm. sports massage. 
Um, I've never been for a sports massage either. I think mine was a relaxing one, actually. It was. Yeah. Well, it uh, wasn't, but it was sports. Anyway, didn't realise it was in the hut in the back of someone's garden, and we both went in together, and it was tiny, and there was nowhere to get changed, and I just sat on a chair in the corner of this tiny little hut, which was essentially at the end of the bed, mm. at, like whilst Phil had his sports massage. I feel like we should have took control of the situation when I looked back and oh. said, I'll go and sit in the car. I know, it was awful. We'll do it again. It was one it. of those awkward situations, though, where you panic in the moment and you're like, oh, what do I do? I've just walked through someone's house and now I'm here and, like, how do I get out of this situation? It was awful. Anyway. Yeah. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. A little stories at the end there. Yeah, loads of stories. Thanks for coming to story time. Story time. Have yourself an absolutely spectacular Monday. It's the best Monday you ever have, and I hope you're about to have the best week you've ever had in your Might entire be life. Tuesday, we'll have to listen to it on Tuesday. And if you're not having the most spectacular week, and there is something that you're struggling with, <laughs> drop you us know, a word. Work help. to message out. Yeah, just drop us the word help. TikTok, Literal help. Facebook, Instagram. Carrier pigeon. Carrier pigeon. Knock on our front door. <laughs> You don't know where we live, do you? Some people might. Oh, that's weird. That's scary. Anyway, drop us a message saying help. We'll help you. Other than that, have the best week. See you later. Bye.